what is success for me to me? Mm-hmm. As straightforward as, 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 as I can explain, success is having the ability to develop more leaders. Um, I don't equate success to a dollar amount. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't equate success to, you know, how much money is in my bank account. You know, for me, it's, it's okay. The things that you've done in your life, how will you be remembered? What's going on, my peoples? Hope you guys are ready for today's show. My name is Allah Rule Supreme, host of the Fighting the Blueprint podcast. And today we're speaking with the true leader. A conversation filled with motivation and what it takes. You don't want to miss it. But of course, first things first, do me a favor and subscribe. You don't want to miss a single episode. And then, share this with your friends and tell them that that, that, that guy that sounds like Trey Songs, yeah, he's back again speaking knowledge. But without further ado. All right, guys, we are with Trey. How you doing, man? I'm good, my brother. I'm good. How are you? It's another day in paradise, man. <laughs> Can't complain. It. Can't complain. I Gotta ask the question, what is it like in Dre's world? Yeah, it, it's exciting. It's interesting. And before yeah. I get into that question, I just want to just say thank you. You know, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on the podcast today. Uh, I love what you're doing. I think your mission is, is phenomenal, you know, and it's just blessed to um, just be able to, to share this experience with, with a like-minded individual, a brother. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that, that wants to make a difference in society. So, you know, I definitely hats off to you, brother. Uh, keep it going. And thank you so much for the time. I appreciate you saying that, man. It's, it, you know, it's just something. It's some way to give back. I love kind of for me, you know, life is, you know, one day at a time. You know, mm-hmm. one day at a time, one step at a time. Uh, right now, I'm just doing my best to manifest everything that I want, you know, to the present time, you know. And and one of the things that I, that I always... Um, tell the people that I'm around, the people that I work with, is don't take anything for granted, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and be as outward positively thinking as, as, as you can, as one can be, you right. know? Um, so, you know, typical day for me is just, just being positive, you know, being positive, being, being humble, always being grateful for everything that I have currently, mm-hmm. um, and passing that message to the people that I work with. Got you, got you. Now, where are you at uh, 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 here in this world? Where, where do you reside? So I actually reside in Bridgeport, Connecticut okay. right now, um, but I work in the Bronx, New York. Oh, wow. So it's like a good 35, 35, 40 minute drive. Nothing crazy. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what is yeah. it that you do, sir? <laughs> yeah. So I'm the, I'm the franchise managing director at the I Love Kickboxing Studio in the Bronx. Mm. So it is a small business okay. um, and it's a community related environment. Um, and pretty much I manage all the instructors. Uh, I go through like a training regimen with them. I teach some classes as well, some kickboxing classes when I can. Yeah. Um, but the majority is just pretty much making sure that um, we are doing the best that we can to um, kind of encourage and engage our community to live a healthier lifestyle through kickboxing. Wow. Um, I'm not sure if you do know this, but the Bronx is actually uh, one of the unhealthiest, if not the unhealthiest borough um in the world did right? not know that so yeah so you know we're doing our best to break that stigmatism mm-hmm. um and give people the opportunity you know especially like the middle working class 
uh, give them the opportunity to be healthier, but also let out some steam, right? So yeah. <laughs> um, everybody has so many things going on, whether it be work, personal you know, relationships, and there's nothing better physically and mentally than kind of letting off some, some steam on the backs. Wow. Wow. I, now you say that and initially a bunch of questions spring up in my head, man. Sure. That's, yeah, yeah, I, sure. that, that's, that's crazy. I've never heard that before, but in, in terms of, 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 of your career, how did you get into that? When did you say to yourself, man, this is, this is it. Yeah. Great question. So uh, for me, you know, I, you know, I went to Alfredson college and yeah. for the first two years of my degree was individual studies, like personal training. Okay. Um, I really didn't have any idea on what I really wanted to do. You know, I wanted to play football, which was, you know, the biggest thing for me. Um, and then my counselor pretty much said, well, listen, that two-year degree in, in individual studies, it's not really going to do much, you know, yeah. but you could transfer your credits um, to something over, you know, four years, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, for a bachelor. So I wound up taking some time off after I got my associates, like a year off. Mm-hmm. I was on campus trying to, you know, figure myself out. Um, and there was something about management and sports that kind of meshed together um, and then sports management happened, right? right. So uh, we're just like a subsection of the business administration program in Alfred. Absolutely. Uh, so fast forward, I graduated uh, with both my degrees and both my uh, associates and also my bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went back home, right? So imagine living on campus for, for six years, hmm. you know, and then going back to living at mom's house. Right? Oh man. So <laughs> it, it was an adjustment. It was an adjustment. Um, but I really learned a lot about myself at that time. Mm-hmm. And I did a couple internships as well. I interned for the New Jersey Devils okay. um, in Newark, New Jersey. So I was doing marketing partnerships and also client services for the Devils uh, for about a year. Wow. Um, and a little bit of my uh, trial and tribulations, right? So prior to me getting the internship uh, with the Devils, um, I had an internship uh, in the city uh, mm-hmm. with Velocity Sports Performance. Um, and that didn't go well, you know, um, to kind of give you a, like a little synopsis of what happened is I'm the type of person I'm, I'm always liking to, to grow whatever I'm doing. Right. So there's gotta be some type of progress for me. I can't, I can't sit and do the same thing day in and day out. I have to challenge what's going on. I have to, uh, learn more, Absolutely. you know, and, and I take every opportunity possible because this is my degree we're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. I paid. X amount of hours to go to school, you know, I want to reap the benefits of it. Yeah. Um, so to be completely transparent, what happened was, is that they just kind of want to be answer phones all day and not challenge the internship. They're like, this is what it is. Don't worry about the learning process. Mm-hmm. Kind of take it for what it is and be thankful. Right? Wow. They kind of immediately you know? hit you with a ceiling as soon as you answer. Wow. Okay. You know, and, and for people like us, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, I want to serve. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to learn. I want to adapt and, and do what I can to, you know, take that whole process and, and then apply it to life, you wow. know? And I felt like I wasn't doing that, you know? So uh, a couple months went by and they didn't like me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And experiences and things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I think I challenged them too much, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to let me go. They want to fire the internship. They wrote to the college and said, listen, this guy is not what we want in our business. You know what I mean? It wrote me off. <laughs> they don't want to go get her. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Wow. And, that, and, and bro, that, you know, that really kind of brought me back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to do some self-evaluation, mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and kind of look to see is this something that I really want long term, you know, and um, took some time off again. You know, I still because the way that the sports management program works is you have to do the internship first, mm. the hours and the credits to receive your diploma. Okay. So when I lost the internship, they were like, well, Dre, you know, we can't help you. You're not getting the diploma, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when I kind of hit the ground running again and, and kind of went back to the drawing board and, and, and found the internship with the Devils, with the pro hockey team. Gotcha. So finished that, you know, finally got my degree. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was more like, well, I can't go back to mom's house now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. We're not um, so... If you could explain a little bit on uh, on the internship with the Devils, how was that different in comparison? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think the biggest difference was the people that I surrounded myself with, okay. you know? So the internship was marketing partnership and client services. Mm-hmm. So my initial job responsibility was to learn, mm-hmm. right? To learn the ins and outs of a business, especially on a professional uh, standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we had... Uh, program directors, you had big clients like Ford, uh, Enterprise, Coca-Cola, right? So these are like the the partnerships that were with the New Jersey Devils. Okay. So it was my job to not only get to learn about the, the, the partnership between the Devils and let's say Ford, right? Mm-hmm. But then also to execute everything in that agreement. Mm. So for example, um, the biggest thing that, that I could tell you is, for instance, we had a partnership with, uh, with um, uh, Ford, like Ford Escape. Okay. Right? Their agreement was during the whole hockey season, right, Ford Escape and the New Jersey Devils have to tweet each other, let's say, 6,000 times. Mm. Right? So using the whole social media aspect of, 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 of sports right. is that as a key component to how they drive sales with Ford. Right, so the more click shares they get on Twitter, or let's say, you know what I mean, I, you know, tweets, mm-hmm. that's more business coming in. Wow. Right. So that engagement and learning that process between the partnership of let's say, you know, somebody like Ford and mm-hmm. a professional hockey team, mm-hmm. you know, those connections and things that I've learned are helping me today. Gotcha. Brand awareness, you know. So uh, just that piece alone was so important to what I took after the internship to now my position now mm-hmm. um, is because I have to be, you know, in, on the partnership. So I, I love kickboxing as a small business yeah. and me being the managing director, I have to go out and make these partnerships in the community, a smaller community, right, to drive sales and business. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so you learn it on a big platform and now you're able to kind of use those same tactics, those same rules and apply them to what you're doing now. So I love kickboxing. That's, that's incredible, man. Kickboxing though. Where, where did that start, bro? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't really. So it was one <laughs> of those things where uh, my experience, you know, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do after the internship. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure if full-time really wanted, you know, if I wanted to move to, to New York, New Jersey mm-hmm. and do that full-time. So I wasn't really sure. Um, especially because I was in transition. I just got my diploma now, finished the internship. Now what? You know, Um, so I've been blessed to one of the biggest things that I attribute my success to is probably I've always been somebody to, you know, I'm always, I'm I'm so positive when it comes to an opportunity 
Mm. You know, I, I, I want to make sure that I know I can use this, you know, use the opportunity to grow to learn and then teach people how to do the same. Right. So wow. when I was looking for my next job, it was like, all right, it's got to be challenging, of course, but I want to be able to not only grow in my own position, but then now take that opportunity that I'm getting and now teach the people that I'm working with how to do the same thing and grow. That's powerful. Out of their position. Yeah. So um, fast forward after the internship, I got a, so funny how things work out, right? So after mm-hmm. the internship, I met a person at the previous internship uh, uh, in the city mm-hmm. uh, and she got it work out, right? Oh, right. I met um, an individual there that used to play in the NFL, okay? <laughs> Kept in contact with him. Yeah. He, he had a uh, partnership with Under Armour. Okay. Under Armour was looking for a manager to run their location on the west side in Chelsea. Kept in contact with him, and he, and he actually posted on social media one day. He listened, I'm looking for a manager, blase, blase. You know, yeah. Send resume right away. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, Kurt, you remember me from the internship in New York City? While back, he's like, yeah, man, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, I just finished an internship with the Devils. Um, I saw the opportunity. I would love to learn more, you know, more about it. Yeah, of course. And fast forward, I got the position there at mm-hmm. Under Armour. So I was, the, I was the manager at Under Armour Performance Center for a year, um, which was a great opportunity because I met so many other people as well. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was they downsized. Okay. Right? The company downsized. They no longer wanted to pay my salary anymore. So I was back looking for more work. Mm-hmm. And I was on Craigslist one day and I saw, you know, uh, up and coming hot fitness franchise located in Pelham Park in the Bronx, yeah. on Craigslist, <laughs> uh, seeking a high level manager to run their studio. Oh, man. Bro, the place wasn't even built yet, mm. it was a parking lot. You know, okay. so I said, you know, this opportunity for me to, you know, kind of the grass, like the grassroots of the business, right? right. To take all the experience that I learned and now open up my own studio, essentially. Yeah. From, from scratch. Out. Yeah. <laughs> scratch. So I got the position, did some intense training for about three to four months prior to the studio opening. I probably, I didn't, I probably didn't teach a class. Probably so. I got the position October first, two thousand sixteen. My studio didn't open until April that next year, April eleventh, two thousand seventeen. So I was training and building that brand and building the community through social media. Hey guys, studio is opening. Come by. Mm -hmm. Right. So that whole time from October two thousand sixteen all the way to April, and it's been a blessing ever since. I've been in this position for. You know, going on four, four years will be October this year. That's incredible. That's incredible. I think, I think number one, that speaks to that value. I mean, there's, this world is, is entrepreneurial driven, right? It's, it's all about being able to make it for yourself, right? Can you speak to what it kind of took on the back end to be able to say, okay, copy, I'm, I got this scratch book, right? I got this, this baby and I need to now water it and provide for it to allow it to grow into your franchise. Can, can, can you explain a little bit about what, what that took? Grit <laughs> is, 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 is the word I, that comes to mind right away. Grit, yeah. um, patience, mm. um, 
And I, I think a mixture between those two yeah. is giving me the opportunity to, to sit with you today. Um, I'll be the first person to tell you it's not easy. Being mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, um, being able to impact the masses and especially uh, people like us because you know, New York City is so diverse, mm-hmm. right? New York is so diverse. So you're going to deal with a lot of back and forth, a lot right. of pushback, uh, a lot of conflict. Mm-hmm. People that just, you know, want to give you a hard time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think as long as, and this kind of ties into your brain, right? So obviously you understand that th- this is going to take some time to build, right? You know, leadership Absolutely. is a journey, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to go through a lot of things that's going to nurture and build on the foundation that you are right now, you know? So if you don't have patience and you don't have grit to go through that process, it's not going to work. Mm. You know what I mean? If you're easily swayed by adversity, right? You're going to have to be able to understand it, mm. go through it, and then elevate to that next level. Wow. That's empower- that 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 is seriously some powerful stuff. Yeah. Great, great value in that. I, and, and I don't mean to delve into this too much, but if you had to, to, to give advice to somebody who's trying to, to basically start up their brand, right, or, or, or start their franchise, how would you say is their first step, let's say, to, to really getting a name of something out there? Yeah, first thing I would say is it's, it's a lot harder than you think it is, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay, right? Um, I, I heard this the other day. Uh, I, I want to say it was by Steve Harvey, but don't quote me on this. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was, but he says, if, if, if you're going through hell, keep going. Mm. Right? Don't stop. You can't go back. You're in hell. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's already hard. Just keep going. Right? There's going to be a time, whether it be you know, through your leadership journey, through your business, through whatever it is you're going through, right? There's going to be a time where you're going to question yourself. And, you know, at, at, at that point, you really need to understand that if, if, if your dream is X, mm-hmm. nothing can deter you from what you want, right? You have to be able to understand that it's not going to be easy. You're going to get some pushback. It, it, might, it might not work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's okay. But if, if you visualize exactly what it is that you want yeah nothing can stop you from going for it right yeah always go back to your why you know what i mean your why is is right so you have a why for for fighting the blueprint mm-hmm. you know what i mean i have a why for uh my brand out of kickboxing and serving my community mm-hmm. um always go back to your why and if your why is not big enough you know what I mean? It's not gonna work. Why? You know I mean, your why has your your why has to essentially it's got to be bigger than any obstacle that you go through, right? So everybody mm-hmm. has a mission statement. Everybody has a reason for why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, my biggest advice to upcoming entrepreneur, somebody that's going through it right now, is make sure that your why is your why has to be enough to make you cry. You know what I mean? It's got to be powerful enough to, to get you through those tough times, mm-hmm. right? So my biggest advice, find the why, stick to it, and don't deter from that. 
my let, let, let's talk authenticity man how do you keep up with the authenticity your uniqueness as you venture towards what you want great question i, I would say being as transparent as possible with people mm-hmm. um my personality is is very direct so the people that i work with especially my team leaders mm-hmm. you know i i always tell them they don't work for me i work for them you know and uh, I, I do my best to be as transparent as possible. You know what I mean? I, I'm a product of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if my team is not growing, we're not having fun, we're not doing the things for us to be successful. How can we possibly translate that to the members that come into the studio? Right. Right. So transparency is everything. I want to be as upfront in the in the grind as possible. Mm-hmm. And again. Some people don't like it, right? You're right. gonna have some people that, nah, I don't like Dre. You, you look too upfront for me. You know what I mean? But I just can't sugarcoat it because if I sugarcoat it, that means I'm holding back on my true self. Yeah. And if I'm not authentic, people can read that a mile away, bro. Especially in the Bronx. You know what <laughs> even, I mean? Even more so you because it's in the Bronx. <laughs> I got you. you. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get people all the time that come into the studio. Hey, Dre, what's this about? First question there is, right? Mm-hmm. And if I sound like somebody that's a pre-recording or if I sound like somebody that's a script, mm-hmm. right? They're gonna they're gonna smell that. And I feel like I'm not doing my job by serving you. Right? If I, I can't serve the people, you know, if I can't serve my team or I can't serve the people that are coming in, why would they want to spend their money there? True. True. What is what does success mean to you? mean for you yeah that's a loaded question right (laughs) that's such a loaded question yeah um what is success for me to me as straightforward as as, as i can explain success is having the ability to develop more leaders um i don't equate success to a dollar amount you know what I mean? I don't, I don't equate success to, you know, how much money is in my bank account. You know, for me, it's, it's okay. The things that you've done in your life, how will you be remembered? How many people have you helped take to the next level? How many people have you worked with that now said, listen, because I worked with Dre, he changed my life. Because I met Dre, he changed my life. How many people can you touch and say, because of Dre's energy or because of, because Dre did this or because Dre taught me how to punch, uh, because Dre taught me how to be a better uh, leader, and then, and then I've taught you something and then you've gone ahead and taught somebody else something, that for me, that's leadership, that's success. Right? How many people can you help? Wow. Wow. And, and, and you know I resonate with that. I mean, Fighting the Blueprint stands exactly for that. We all have a blueprint. We all have a, a way of life. And if that could be something better that we pass on to our next, you know, that it, it just speaks to that. It just speaks to that, you know? Man, I really, really feel that. Really feel that. So, so then follow up. What, when will, 
when do you think your success will come or do you think it's, it, it, it has already? And I, and I know you spoke about being able to teach and being able to carry that on, but do you have like a, like a site in mind when you can say I'm successful? Wow. Great question, bro. Um, no. And I, and I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I'll be 30, almost forgot. I'll be 31 this year. I'll be, I'll be 31 in October. Um, I feel like I'm just getting started. Mm. I feel like I have so much more to learn. I feel like I have so much more to grow. And I, and I, and I mean this in the most humble way possible. Mm -hmm. I've nowhere reached the level of success that I, that I want. No gotcha. I've even scratched the surface yet. And that, that's what I love right there. That it, it's the fact that, and, and this is the piece, the underlining piece of the blueprint that, that I like to touch on because it's, it's the fact that you're never done. You're always wanting to achieve more. And in doing so, it's only going to allow you to achieve greater heights, you know? And I, I'm, I'm sure you know that. I'm sure that's what's probably driven you through, you know, everything thus far, right? Absolutely, bro. I hear you. Absolutely. If you're not, if you're not, I, I think another quote for you, um, mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're not growing, you're dying. You know what I mean? If you always be a student, right? The minute right. that you think you've arrived or the minute that you think that you have no more, no more room to grow, mm -hmm. that's it. That's it. That's the end for you. I know some people in their, in their 70s still learning. Wow. Wow. Always, always be a student. Always, you know, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're the smartest in the room, you're the wrong room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Plain and simple. Right? Plain and simple. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, get in a different room. People are smarter than you. Yeah. Surround yourself with, with the, the thinking that outgrows you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person, like if, if, you know, if you hang around six broke people, guess who number seven is going to be? A broke person. <laughs> so with that being said, I like to I like to break off a little bit, get a little personal. You know, you know, sure, touchy sure, feely, try try to figure out who you are on the inside, right? If you could name yeah, one please. person that that really helped you, you know, kind of along your path, right? Somebody that you can really name and just just say, look, they were there, they they pushed me. This is the reason why I am where I am. Okay, so the, I guess the cliche answer would be my mom, mm -hmm. right? She's she's it. She's the pinnacle, okay? Right? She's the the number one, right? Because regardless of all my failed, and I failed, I, but like, please, bro, I, I I could be as transparent. I failed a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I still fail to this day, but that's okay. As long as you fail forward, right? You know, right. as long as you fail, you know, to you know, as long as you're not failing backwards, right? Fail forward. You know, every, Amen. You know, yeah. every, every, every blessing is a lesson, you know, no losses, just learning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to say my mom because that's, that's a very cliche thing to say, right? Mm -hmm. Your mom's she's got to be there for you, right? That, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. job. Bo you know what I mean? That's the bottom line. I hear you. I, I feel it, you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll get a little personal. So I have, um, outside of my mom, the, the next person on that list, mm -hmm. um, and big shout out to my mom. She's, she's it. Like I said, she's the pinnacle of, of women empowerment growing up as a single child. She was a single mom. She didn't have any help. Mm -hmm. um, she was it. I, I, I didn't have a father figure at all um, growing up. I hear you. But the person that was the, the engine 
right? So my mom had the principles, but there was somebody that had to be there to uh, kind of like, you know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yeah. He, he was there. Keep it in check. <laughs> exactly. Keep it in check. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Master Paul Edwards. Okay. Um, he is my mentor, mm-hmm. uh, my father figure. I've known him since age nine or 10 or so. Um, and he was my Taekwondo instructor in my very, very youth. Uh, I still talk to him to this day, right? So 20 plus years later, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. he, he was the person that was there when I messed up to say, listen, Dre, you tripping, bro. And I'm going to need you to come correct next time. Mm. Because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, Master Edwards is the, the father I never had. Um, he was the person that gave me my black belt in Taekwondo. He was the person that instilled the patience, the discipline, and integrity of what it means to be um, a Caribbean, African-American, in the United States of America, to treat people with respect, uh, to be kind, mm-hmm. um, to work hard, and to never settle. So he would he would probably be that that driving force that really, I, you know, I give I give a lot of credit to Master Edwards. Got you, got you. I like that. I like that. And and I ask it, you know, because we 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 got our people right, our people in our corner. And you mentioned it earlier. If you hang around with a bunch of broke people or people who are just dragging you down, you're just gonna be down with them. You know. And so it's it's important to either have with us our mentors, the people we seek to to learn from, as well as you know the people who are are on our level doing the same thing. And it's it's incredible to hear that you had somebody like that in your in your background helping your blueprint out, uh, and and allowing you to become the person you are today. Exactly. That's incredible. That's incredible. All right. <laughs> so a couple of couple of thought-provoking questions for you, all right? Uh, here we go. Here all we right. go. All right. What's your number one goal for life? You wasn't kidding. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> you weren't kidding, bro. Yep. All right. Here we go. Here we go. If I, if I was to... If I was to sum up everything that I'm that I've done, mm-hmm. everything that I'm doing, and everything that I want to do, right, into one thing, is it's I, I would label it as my biggest goal is to be a servant leader at the highest level possible. I truly believe leadership mm-hmm. and serving go hand in hand. So servant leadership is probably my biggest goal. I want to serve as many people as possible, mm-hmm. lead as many people as possible to be the best version of themselves, and then turn around and teach other people how to do better that same thing. I would that because it's, it's a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always believed that serving from the heart is important, um, but I also you know, I also believe leading from the front is even more prevalent to success. You know, 
not leading from the back, not telling people what to do, yeah. not being a, not being a positional leader, just saying you know go because I said so. Absolutely, right? absolutely. It's it serving at the highest level possible, um, engaging with the people I work with, mm-hmm. engaging in the community, um, and touching as many people as, as possible. Um, what would be my number one goal? To be a servant leader, a servant leader at the highest level possible. That's incredible. That's incredible. I actually, through the rest of our talk, you've pretty much answered everything I need to know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Every thought-provoking question I got on here, man, you just, you hit them. You hit them already because I already know what quality you're going to tell me is the thing that pushed you forward, man. But, hey, look, you know what? Let's, for argument's sake, what do you think sure, sure. <laughs> is, the, is the piece of your blueprint that says keep moving forward? I guess that there's a, there's a, um, there's a part of me that I know where I come from. Mm -hmm. I never forget it. Um, I guess you could say, and this is being completely transparent. Um, I've, I've been average. I I would say, uh, majority of my, existence mm. right i've been you know wasn't the best football player in the world right uh average person in school okay. you know what i mean okay. yeah yeah um so it, it's like i i feel like i want to be excellent i want to be superb in, in, in something mm-hmm. you know and, and for me it's i always want to be the best of the best i'm a very competitive person very i don't like to lose <laughs> right um i would say it's a type personality but it's a healthy one it's not like it's win or die you know what i mean right. it's not yeah. it's not me you know yeah. what i mean um however i'm very competitive like if i'm, if I'm out with my girlfriend and, and we're playing pool or something like that or rolling like I, I have to beat you like i can't <laughs> no remorse home, you, know what I mean? you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i'm like, I'm like so i'm like babe let's let's make a bet yeah I, you know what i mean it's, it's like i'm always that person right yeah. Um, playing like my adult flag league right now, it's it's you know I have to have the most touchdowns on offense. Mm. I I want to be the best leader, director, coach that I can be to my team that I work with, my community, and the members that come through my doors every single day. Yeah. Uh, if I feel like if I'm not that person, I feel like I'm failing. You know what I mean? Because I know what it is to be average, and I know what it is to you know, be middle of the pack. Right. You know what I mean? Um, that never set well with me. And as I get older, it's just like, okay, you know, I, I'm always doing my best to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Understand where I'm at right now. And it's like, I feel like it's always, always room to get better at something. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm never complacent. I'm like, all right, I tackled that goal. I tackled this financial goal. Mm-hmm. All right, now what can I do to take it to the next level? What can I? All right, that was cool. I got that. All right, now let's get this. All right, all right, cool. I'm the manager here. This is great. But now I'm thinking like five years ahead, bro. I'm like, all right, now how can I take what I'm learning right now and be even better and teach more people? Um, one of my real quick for you. One of the the, thing, the little projects that I'm working on right now is I do. 
uh, work internationally um, in Guatemala. So I helped build bottle schools for the kids in the communities in Central America. Wow, that's incredible. Um, you know, so I've worked on that for three years now. And unfortunately, due to COVID-19 reasons, we're not going to go this year. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's like, all right, how many more schools can I build? You know, not for my ego, but because we build more schools, think about this, bro, more schools mean more job opportunities for some of the women in that village, in that community. Right. That means some of the kids that are there have a place where they can further their education. Hmm. Right? More education for them means more opportunities so they can now take the information, teach their kids, move on. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. Guatemala is a third world country. So they don't have the resources that we do. Yeah. Right? All right, cool. More bottle school being built out there in Guatemala. That means the streets are cleaner. You know what I mean? So it's like the 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 materials that we use to, to stuff the bottles with to, to, to like the foundation of the walls. Mm -hmm. All right, great. That means more trash off the streets. <laughs> Man, talk to uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's like that's mm -hmm. how in my like my mind works. And I know I kiss my girlfriend off all the time because it's like I'm so full of thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, this is the situation we're in now. All right, cool. So yeah, in three years, this is where I want to be. So we have to do this. And it's like sometimes I do get ahead of myself because sometimes and this is something that I want to work on. Yeah. And sometimes I don't live in the present as much as I should because I'm so freaking like my mind is in like 2024 right now. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to help this. And I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Definitely. And I feel like if I don't do that and I don't challenge myself, mm -hmm. I'll settle. When you I settle, you, you know, you're good as dead. It's me and you both, man. That's something I gotta, you know, keep thinking about. My daughter, she's turning one years old, and it's like, it's like I definitely am there all the time with her, just trying to make sure I, she knows me and I know her. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I want to go in the office and you know put something together, <laughs> make that content, you know, or something like that. And it's something I gotta rein myself in on. You know, at the end of the day, a part of my blueprint is wanting to be a better father. You know, so I gotta make sure I'm there for her, make sure I, I lead in that in that way. You know, so. Definitely. I, I, I get what you're saying, man. Sometimes it could, it could be a little hard. We got, we got our dreams still, you know? <laughs> and don't ever feel bad about that because it sounds like, you know, I've never met your daughter, mm -hmm. you know, but you're a family man. I, could, I see the cross on your chest, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's different because you have a why, right? Mm -hmm. Your why is so strong, bro. You know what I mean? It's like when you go into the studio and make content, mm -hmm. Yeah, you do it because you love it, but you're doing it so your daughter has something that, that when she's older, you can leave a legacy for her. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, don't, Absolutely. Like, your why is, like I said, again, I, I, this is the first time we're talking in a while, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I could just tell. I could just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your why is, I'm pretty sure she's up there, if not the reason why you're doing this. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, so God bless you, bro. Just keep, you know, keep going for it. And, and remember, the content's for her. Obviously, the content is, is the content. Mm -hmm. But what you're doing is, is so she can have food on the table. So she has somebody that she could, you know, between her, her mom and her dad, that, that she never has to outward look for anything because she has it. She has it right there. All right. 
Ladies and gentlemen, he mentioned uh, your why got make you cry. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. So okay, let's, let, <laughs> let's get off the heavy for a little bit, right? Right? Let me, sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm going to spin sure. off. Name your favorite childhood TV show growing up, man. Family Matters. Family Matters. Easy. Family Matters. <laughs> Steve Urkel in the making, man. <laughs> bro, that was me. Bro, people call me Steve Urkel in high school. Yeah? <laughs> I look just like him. I got this picture on my Facebook where I dressed up. No, actually, it was a fraternity party. Okay. At, at Side B, it was a Halloween party. I think this was 2011. If you go on my Facebook, you'll see it, bro. I look just like Steve Urkel. I got you. I dressed, I got you. I dressed up like him and everything. I wish you could like do like an edit and then the picture on <laughs> top of one of the screen. Put it know? on there. <laughs> oh, man. I would love it. I would love it, man. Yeah, right? Like I said, in the works, in the works. We'll, we'll eventually branch off to the YouTube and everything sure. else, you know? There you steps, go. though, right? <laughs> got Level, you. So, uh, you, you already mentioned this, but but I got to ask. And actually, I did some digging, so I'm not going to like your answer. <laughs> but, that's uh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> yo, uh, you, you obviously like football. That's your favorite sport, right? Yes, sir. Yes, that's your sir. favorite football team, man. Oh, here we go. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I am a diehard to the field. Where's my – I don't know if you can see. Oh, here we go. Hold on, bro. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got, this is just something, something small for you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, every, every, Patriots stuff everywhere, man. Oh, man. Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. So how are you feeling with that, uh, with that trade, man? <laughs> Next question, man. <laughs> I'm loving it. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Listen, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I love the Patriots to death. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Patriot supporter for life. But at the end of the day, they do not pay my bills. Very true. Very true. Feel me? Yeah. So what Tom Brady or anybody else says with his personal endeavors, that's up to them, bro. You know what I mean? I'm happy for him. I'm glad, you know, he's able to continue his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought to, you know. But um, yeah, life moves on. We're going to be fine. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, over here on uh, Jets Nation, we're not too upset. <laughs> we're not hating. Um, we're definitely probably, you know, hey, do your thing, Tom. You know, it's all on you, man. Do your oh, thing. You guys do a parade. I know it. I know it. When I see next question, what uh, what book would you recommend uh, somebody pick up just to just to read something good to just you know get them going? You know. Of course. So it, it it's actually. I have it right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I do some reading uh, quite frequently. Mm-hmm. The biggest book that I would, well, the, the book I'm reading right now, actually, I recommend this one. Okay. Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Gotcha. It's huge. I, um, it's I, one of the I first books I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I am familiar. <laughs> um, right? right? Yeah, so definitely a good book. <laughs> the book I'm reading right now is the five levels of leadership mm-hmm. by John C. Maxwell. Gotcha. And I got an extra copy for you, bro, if you want it. I, I, wouldn't, say, it. I wouldn't say no. We'll link up after the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, last um, but not least, tell the audience anything. Like a- anything you want to share with the audience? Faith over fear, man. Faith over fear. 
uh, we're we're at a very uncertain, unthinkable, crazy time right now, mm-hmm. where there's so many things going on. You and I both know what's going on. We can list them from one to twenty. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not pushing my faith on anybody whatsoever. All I'm saying is, can't live in fear, right? Mm-hmm. And you gotta keep going, man. You know what I mean? You gotta, you, you gotta rely on something. If it's not family, it's not yourself, it's not your faith. It's gotta be something to get you through these times. For me, it's faith over fear. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter who's doing what. What person lives here? What person's in office? That stuff for me, it's it's all those are distractions. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. All those are, are small distractions to take you away from the goal. And it goes back to your why. It goes back to why you're doing what you're doing. I have a uh, I have a um, a vision board. Yeah. That I have in my house that I challenge my you know my girlfriend and I. At the end of the year, this is what we want. This, this is the financial goals. These are the mental goals. How many books we should be reading. You know, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I have a couple, a couple tests coming up um, in the next few months. And it's, it's like, for me, it's, it's nothing could deter me from that. Yeah. Doesn't matter who's doing what, what people are here doing this. You know, it's, it's nothing can distract me from, from the goals. Because what's gonna happen is mm-hmm. months down the road, who's the person you have to look in the mirror and tell them why you didn't do it? Absolutely. You can't say, "Oh, well, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna get political, but you, you know, John, John said this on Twitter, mm-hmm. so I wasn't able to 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 get goal number one done." Yeah. Nobody cares about the excuse, <laughs> right? Right. Results, baby. Results, That's results, it. results. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you have to answer to you. And God bless you, bro. Your father, you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, you gotta answer to your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Bottom line, yeah. Absolutely. You can't say, oh, because this was on TV, I I, I didn't put food on the table. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't work that way. Baby, go gotta eat. <laughs> no, well said. Nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing can distract you from the goal. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm the type of person I have, I'm, I'm accountable for, for me. I'm accountable for me. There's no excuses. If you don't get it done, you got you to gotta talk to you and you only. Mm-hmm. Got you. That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Dre, you already know it. I love what you're doing, man. I love the success. You've obviously made a name for yourself. You, you live by a code that allows you to just keep moving forward, tackling all obstacles, obtaining the things that you want most in life. And that's honestly, it's, it's a great way to live by. It's a great way to live by, man. I, I really do appreciate you being on this podcast. I appreciate you speaking to the audience and, uh, Man, I'm looking forward to to just working with you, bro. <laughs> Discussing with yes, you, sir. building with you, everything, man. Absolutely, one day at a time, bro. You know, right. and and uh, like I said, God bless you and your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and honor to be invited mm-hmm. to um, speak. But like I said, I'm, I'm I'm always open to fellowship and working with my brothers and sisters and people with the same like minded drive and ambition 
You know what Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm the type of person where it's, it's it, everybody goes through times where they have to cut part of their life and change directions and change the course of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, as you cycle through everything in life right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Law of attraction is everything. Right? Attract the things that you want to happen in your life. Yeah. The people that you want in your life. Law of attraction is huge. Uh, stay blessed, my brother. Um, mm-hmm. Again, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to uh, to just meeting of the minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and to speak. And my phone is always on for you. Mm-hmm. And if you need anything, let's get it. I got you. I got you. Last, last question. Where can people get in contact with you, man? Yeah, so my my uh, my Instagram is Dre underscore Dougie with two E's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the name that I've, I've gone by for probably like the past like 10 years now. Awesome, Dre awesome. That's the same thing for all platforms, social media, Facebook, Twitter. I don't have TikTok or Snapchat. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? None of that stuff. I leave that stuff to my girlfriend and my dog. They have all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got you. Um, but Instagram, Dre underscore Dougie to me, Facebook, Dre Dougie as well. Um, faith over fear, baby. Got you, got you. It's been a pleasure. We'll work. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, give it a thumbs up and subscribe. We will be putting out content every week and you don't want to miss a thing. In the meantime, click the links below to follow me and to stay alerted to all things happening FTB. Thank you for sticking around and until next time, peace.